0: Welcome to Phoenix Foundation, an episode-by-episode podcast review of CBS's action-adventure series, MacGyver. I'm Patrick O'Reilly. And I'm Richard Wells. And today we'll be tackling Season 6, Episode 12, Jericho Games. The original air date for this episode was January 7th, 1991. We are in the 91s. Yeah. I think there was only 191, actually. (laughs) Oh. It was directed by William Garrity, and it was written by Robert Sherman. Uh, Why don't we describe this episode in brief?
1: Um, In this episode, MacGyver is helping out with a series of, like, kind of makeshift Olympics, I guess. Yeah.
0: They didn't didn't have the rights to the Olympics, probably, so they made up the Jericho Games. Yeah. Which I always assumed, approaching this episode, that the Jericho Games were a... Fake Olympics that took place in a, a country called Jericho or a city called Jericho in, mm-hmm. a, in a larger country. And so when it started and then suddenly there were people named Jericho and there was like a broadcasting company called Jericho. Uh, I was like, I don't understand what this is. Yeah. But there's still an opening ceremony and there's medals being mm-hmm. awarded, but it's not the Olympics.
1: Yeah. And uh, of course, while MacGyver is there, uh, a murder, horrible
0: murder, most foul. Right.
1: And he is implicated.
0: Yep. Yep. Because he did it. He did it.
1: He killed a man.
0: So we start this episode. He's already at the... Uh, at the rink. Yeah, at the rink. Is, is there only one event Yeah, it in the hockey. Jericho games? It's um, just hockey.
1: No, I, I think there are probably other events, but we focus only on the hockey aspect because that's right. the only part that MacGyver is involved in. But so
0: much of it is very blatantly Olympics, like the fact that they have like... A village that's you, yeah yeah is housing for all of the athletes and yeah
1: yeah th- this this is this is like an international thing yeah um and uh the russian team that's currently on the ice is uh practicing and uh, sergey their coach uh who he's who we've had before uh right but he as was in ju-
0: the opening gambit for um enemy within enemy within there you go yeah
1: he played jaeger
0: Yeah, they were in the woods before they got attacked by the SS (laughs) (laughs) out of nowhere. And he
1: probably died. Yeah.
0: Uh, um,
1: So uh, they're talking about uh, the International Sports Exchange, and one of the key players, uh, Nikolai Rostov, on the Russian team, is being courted by American teams all over because he is just. A fantastic hockey player. They
0: refer to him as the number one amateur hockey player, which I think <laughs> sounds like more of an insult than a compliment. No, this is you are a lo- the best amateur. Yeah, you amateur.
1: Amateur. What about the kid from uh fin Ice?
0: Yeah, that guy was a pretty good amateur too. Uh, it just reminds me of the uh, in the documentary about They Might Be Giants called Gigantic. There's a clip of them being interviewed on a radio station, and someone says. So it's been said before that you're sort of the most successful independent music group. What would you say to that? And then John Linnell's like, well, it's sort of like being called the world's tallest midget. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a funny joke.
1: Uh, uh, The coach calls uh, Nikolai over to talk to MacGyver because apparently Nikolai is going to be living with MacGyver. Yeah. And MacGyver's all, say what?
0: Uh, I could take him over to the Challenger Club.
1: Yeah. You can have a good time there.
0: Um, Didn't we introduce that to the show so that people could stop using my shower?
1: <laughs> to the, so that underage children could stop spending the night at my place.
0: Uh, and I have to go the whole way around the marina and introduce myself to all the neighbors. <laughs>
1: uh, just like Jesus. Right. The Jesus. Not, the Jesus. Not actual Jesus.
0: No. Uh, Wait, so, baby Jesus? <laughs> Dear
1: Lord, baby Jesus. You're swaddling clothes, watching your baby Einstein videos. Six pound eight ounce baby Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) We made so many movie references right then and there. It was insane. Uh, And blasphemous. (laughs) Uh, So Nikolai is being put with MacGyver. And apparently MacGyver found his name on a list of volunteers who are willing to take in uh, athletes. Yeah. And MacGyver never made such claim. He's very confused by this. So he goes over to meet the person in charge of housing and hospitality, who is an old friend of his, an old flame, in fact. Uh, the end of a flame. Flame's end. but different flame. End. Uh, more of a flame out.
0: Uh, well, Ellen flame's Stewart. end is going to come up again later in this episode because there's some chronological problems for me yeah. here.
1: So uh, Ellen Stewart... Uh, uh that's not her full name well hold on
0: according to the imdb page which i looked at first (laughs) which spoiled the episode for me
1: uh uh i also have her name spelled three different ways
0: (laughs) she has three names
1: yeah uh she's in charge of uh the athlete housing as we said um but yeah she is an old girlfriend of macgyver's
0: Uh, she was his girlfriend when they graduated high school But But wait a minute. Wasn't he dating that girl from Flames End when they graduated high school? Well, that's why they broke up. Because
1: they broke up after they left high school.
0: But they both broke up. Yep. He broke up with both girls. Yep. Was he dating both of them? He's
1: a scoundrel. He was a scoundrel.
0: But he's in, like, the yearbook as, like, her boyfriend. Like, wouldn't the other girl have known? And been like, hey, I'm dumping you for two reasons. One, I don't want to feed pirates. And two you're dating someone else and you were in a, you did a whole photo shoot for the yearbook with her. Yeah. <laughs> Why would I, uh, I'm going to go with Freddy Krueger instead. <laughs>
1: uh, so they take a little bit of a walk together. Um, and, uh, she said that she intentionally put his name on the list just so he would have to come and see her. Yeah. Um, what if you just thought it was an oversight and just didn't care? Uh, oh well. Uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I don't mind. Uh, they also talk about their breakup a little bit. And uh, while they're talking, a, a man is photographing them from the distance. Uh, another familiar face. Right. Uh, although, with his hair slicked back, he does look a little bit yeah, different.
0: Yeah, he does look different. He uh, This is Madison Mason mm-hmm. as unnamed private eye character. Yeah, <laughs> uh,
1: name is just private detective. Yeah, he
0: was uh, previously Matt Weber in uh, early retirement, and then later Dan Stringer in deep cover.
1: Mm-hmm. But that's yesterday's newspaper.
0: Right. But here uh, he kind of looks, when he has his hair slicked back, he looks like Michael McDonald, the comedian. You know Michael McDonald? He was on Mad TV. He did the voice of Gandhi on Clone High. Okay. But um, he's a funny guy, but he, he looks a lot like him to me.
1: I thought he had a kind of like a Robert Davi look. A little bit, yeah. I mean, I mean no offense to Madison Mason, but like a little bit of a pitted face and
0: yeah, a let me very uh,
1: stern look. Uh, So they walk together, and they're being photographed by uh, the private detective. Uh, And uh, at MacGyver's place, uh, Nikolai and uh, Mac being shown around, and obviously Nikolai is very excited to see all MacGyver's things that Americans have, like a TV and a VCR, and renting American videos. Yeah.
0: The, the, The way he says it when he comes into the room, he's like, like oh, you have a TV and a VCR, instead of just saying, you have a VCR. Because obviously you're going to have a TV if you have yeah, a VCR. You no, he have just, just had just a
1: VCR, and he just got to listen to the tape play. This guy? Oh, yeah. No, totally. That, yeah. He looks exactly like Madison Mason.
0: Yeah. Uh, Michael McDonald. He's um, he's the henchman in Austin Powers that gets run over by a steamroller. And
1: oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: He's also in uh, – one of the leprechaun movies he gets killed by like a coffee machine or like a cappuccino machine or something, but
1: a de cappuccino no, he gets like <laughs>
0: steamed in the face oh okay, they should have called it a de cappuccino machine
1: <laughs> i' gotta use that I gotta use that at some point. <laughs> the decapitated by a cappuccino machine
0: <laughs> you gotta cut all that foam off the top <clears throat>
1: uh. Oh boy, I totally lost my place. So uh, yeah, so Nikolai's really uh, excited, but then Ellen Stewart appears. Yeah. Uh, and she has like paperwork from MacGyver to fill out, and basically he's in charge of Nikolai's schedule since he's living right.
0: with him. Uh, she is super creepy already. Yeah. She. Like right from the beginning. Th-
1: this is there's a lot of um, two times trouble going on here. Yeah. With like these weird like yeah. serious looks. Um. And, uh,
0: I won't let you kill her.
1: Uh, Ellen, uh, comes with them to the interview, which, you know, as uh, Nikolai is being interviewed, people are asking about him potentially moving to the United States and, and playing for the Kings. Yeah. Uh, and we, I keep, at this point, I'm thinking that the photographer is after Nikolai. Yeah. Like this is all tied to, to him coming here. Like if he's going to defect to the United States Would that be a defection if he comes to play here? I think that would be.
0: I think so. Um, There's a great um, plot in a West Wing episode where, like, I forget what country she's coming from. Maybe it's North Korea, or maybe it's China, or maybe it's a fictional country. But uh, this girl is, like, the world's greatest, like, cello player. And she comes to the White House for a performance, but then she tries to, like, slip the president a note like, I'm trying to get out of my country to stay here. But interesting Interesting situation.
1: But this is ninety one now. I mean, the wall the wall's fallen by now, right? I mean, yeah. Like,
0: I mean, that was what the episode The Wall was about. Yeah. The I mean, wall was already gone.
1: Yeah, so I mean it's uh Russia it's Russia now. It's the Russian Federation. It's not it's not Soviet USSR anymore. anymore. Yeah. So I don't know why it would be hard for him to leave. But uh uh so, uh, meanwhile, while the interview is going on, Ellen and MacGyver have another chance to talk about if there's anyone in his life. And he says that there is. And this is what really upsets me about this.
0: Speaking of the wall.
1: Yeah. Um, MacGyver deserves everything that happens to him in this episode. I'm taking a stance on this because he says there's a woman in his life. She's on assignment. And then they kiss. Yeah. They passionately kiss. It is, it's, it's, she kisses him first, but then he returns the kiss. Yeah. He is cheating on Maria.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Because – I still think it's hilarious that they're pretending that Maria is like a long-term relationship. Yeah. It's like
1: – Well, not only long-term. They were just The last time we saw her, they were talking about making a serious commitment.
0: Yeah, let's make a serious commitment to each other. You know what? I'm ready to make a commitment. She's like, I am too. I just committed to work for the Phoenix Foundation with yeah. you. In South America. (laughs) Okay. Well, then Pete got my memo about sending you to another country.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: So that I could make out with my high school girlfriend. Yeah. And of course, the fake Olympics.
1: And the the fake Olympics. There's no such thing as a fake Olympics. No, really. (laughs) It existed.
0: (laughs) I was trying to look up where the Olympics were in 1990. There were no Olympics in 1990, (laughs) 88 and 92. 88 and 92, but because you know how winter and summer are staggered now, yeah, so yeah, technically yeah. there's an Olympics every two years. Oh, that's true, yeah. But they started doing that in 92. Oh. So there was an 88 Olympics, summer and winter, 92 had summer and winter, and then 94 just had winter. Interesting. And then 96 had summer and so on. I did not know that. Yeah.
1: I did not know that that's how, that's how they schedule things. Yeah. Oh man! You I actually you?
0: didn't recognize either of the locations for the '88 or the '91 or the '92 oh. one. But what were you gonna say? Well, oh, have you have watched I watched the Rio games No. Yeah,
1: they're pretty crazy. Um, uh, I watched uh, the women's 10,000 meter. This uh, I, I want to say She was Ethiopian. Yeah. No. Yes, I think it was Ethiopia. She she broke the world record by 13 seconds.
0: What? That's <laughs> 13 crazy. Seconds uh, for and, women. That's I mean, crazy. The, the
1: men's record is still like a couple minutes lower. But, but
0: 13 seconds, 13 that's insane. Seconds.
1: She was lapping people on the track. Like she had to – and the announcer was saying this is really unusual because she has to break her stride to get around people. That's that crazy. Are, that are blocking her path. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, so she obviously – So
0: she, really if the other people had been faster, she could have beaten it by even more. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Wow, that's had there not crazy. been people in her way, she could have gotten even. better. Have you
0: seen that? There's um this really great video that shows like the history of the Olympics from like 1900 to today mm-hmm. of like men's like hundred yard dash or hundred meter dash or yeah, whatever yeah. it is. But it's like showing like how it's advanced and and how quickly people run now. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's almost like a straight chart of like they show like the the guy that that won it in the 1900s is the equivalent of like an 11 year old today yeah. running the same thing. And it's like, that's crazy. Like, could we send an 11 year old back to the 1900s and be like, you're going to compete in the Olympics and beat this and guy, beat this guy, the fastest guy in the world.
1: Well, I was also looking at videos of what gymnastics was like in the 1950s and how slow, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. slow paced dancing it was. And yeah. now like people are doing flips and jumps and
0: backflips. And yeah, you see like, uh, i forget where it was there was like some video or maybe it's a gif of like the winner in like 1920 versus the winner today and the the person like does like one front flip yeah back then and now they have to do like 9,000 spins in the whole thing
1: or even the parallel bars where like they never leave contact with the bar they're just like put my foot on this bar then move this way and like it was very slow but now they're going they're like they they're never almost never in contact with the bars at all. Yeah. Except to get the the momentum to grab the next bar. Yeah. It's it's insane the evolution yeah. of the sports. That's funny. But I love I love the Olympics. I love watching the Olympics. I That's used to.
0: Possible. I I've tried to watch this coverage, but it's pretty awful coverage.
1: Yeah. It, it, I mean. Most I think lo-
0: NBC paid way too much money for the Olympics, and then with all the problems that in Rio leading up to it, mm-hmm. they were like. We're gonna lose money on this. We need to sell way more advertising.
1: Yeah, uh, every one of their networks is playing the Olympics. Bravo, USA, yeah, MSNBC. But really, you gotta stream it. If yeah. You, if you want to watch a particular event, if they have it streaming, you need to watch that. And we
0: have like the NBC app on our Apple TV, but even that is like, it's like thirty-second chunks of an event, mm. and it's like, I just want to watch people doing this one sport. Yeah. For a while.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like I, I'm winning. Like I'm missing all the the discus and the shot put and the hammer stuff. Like yeah. that's the stuff I want to see. But anyway, back to the fake Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> so they are being photographed being kissed. So, okay. Now we move into uh, Jericho studio proper. Right. So this is the, the big broadcasting company that's in the area.
0: I, I did want to mention once really quickly when they're talking about, um, bringing on, uh, what is the, the kid's name? That's, uh for the hockey team, the one that's living with MacGyver.
1: Uh, Nikolai Rostov. When
0: they're when they're interviewing Nikolai on television, and they have Vince King speaking with him. Vince King is the name of the reporter. Hmm. He looks so much like a Bill Hader character oh. when he first shows up on screen. I was like, who is this guy? But apparently, he has been a reporter in many episodes so oh, far. Oh, okay. Um, he was a newscaster in The Holy Rose. He was a reporter in The Madonna. He was a newscaster in Jenny's Chance. He will be a reporter in Wasteland next week. Oh, geez. Um, and he will come back as this Vince character in Blind Faith. So, um, yeah, well, <laughs> well, he, presumably another reporter. Well,
1: well I mean, I, I feel bad that we haven't mentioned him before. Yeah,
0: I, I don't know why I didn't notice that before, but yeah. What's um, his name? Uh, the actor's name is Kevin Hayes. Presumably he's a member of the actual like he, the news team somewhere mm. in Vancouver, but... And uh, yeah, he just keeps playing a reporter on the show over and over again. Yeah.
1: Um, so inside the Jericho Studios, we see a secretary secretary, a secretary uh, flirting with her boss, uh, yeah. Ralph Jericho, who Ralph Jericho, owner of the Jericho games. Right. I also should point out that whenever they say Jericho, it's spelled JERico.
0: Yeah. Um later
1: no h. Yeah, no h. But later on in another episode they'll mention Jericho Broadcasting with an h. Okay. So I thought that was kind of weird. Interesting. Uh so yeah, so Ralph Jericho is obviously the owner of the company.
0: Yeah, he's played by Robert Pine.
1: Yeah. I knew I recognized him and when I looked him up I realized what I recognized him from and it was Chips. Okay, yeah. Um like he played he their was, sergeant.
0: Yeah, he was the sergeant on Chips. Um, he also does the voice of the bishop in Frozen.
1: Yeah, what what a weird random. Yeah, like, but he
0: like uh, the only line I can think of from that character, if he even has a line, is something like the gloves or yeah. like uh, Princess Elsa the gloves or something yeah. like that because she has to take her gloves off before she can Pulled go through her royal, coronation yeah. process. But he also played Magnum's dad on <laughs> Magnum. So that's neat.
1: Uh, yeah, I watched a lot of Chips growing up.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I ate a lot of chips. I didn't watch the show. Oh, well,
1: because my dad was a motorcycle cop. I mean, he wasn't—he wasn't highway patrol. Yeah. But, but you know these motorcycle cops. Sure. Yeah. So it's like, like, yeah, my dad's a motorcycle cop.
0: I should watch the show. The show's show. about my dad. Your dad does look exactly like Eric Estrada.
1: Yeah. Totally. No. <laughs> More like Larry Wilcox. Um, uh, so uh, the secretary and, and Ralph Jericho are flirting like she's all. It's like, oh, we're gonna get away this weekend. Are you sure your wife? Won't we'll, we'll mind. He's like, oh, I don't think we have to worry about it, and and then like she makes a she makes a comment about uh, him being wrapped around her finger, and he gets really like Joker style serious with her and says, "Don't count on it." And I'm like, is he gonna hit her? Yeah, um,
0: and you can even see. He's that gonna this- start making art out of this woman's face, and then make her wear a mask around. Yeah,
1: I'm not Picasso, but uh, do you like it? Uh, <laughs> Um, I just saw Suicide Squad last night, actually. How is it? It's a hot mess, but it's not a terrible hot mess. It's
0: well, it's better than Batman vs. Superman, which was what I would call a cold mess. <laughs> yeah. Um, now I'm hearing that Wonder Woman is also a mess. <laughs> like, all a mess. somebody who worked at the studio and has seen at least a cut of the movie then went around and literally used the word mess in their review like, oh, it's, a, it's another mess. From from Warner DC, Brothers. Yeah. And then uh, and the director like joined into the conversation was like, Well, whoever said this obviously looked at an old cut and blah blah blah. It's like, yeah, we're gonna trust the director that it's not terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't the director always come out to defend it unless it's like Fantastic Four and then that guy just screwed himself out of working ever again?
1: Yeah, yep. That's what happens. You talk about the, the films, but yeah. anyway, so Ralph Jericho um, gets uh, the photographs of. Uh, yeah,
0: he's all ready to cheat on his wife, and then someone brings in pictures of her making out with MacGyver.
1: Yeah. Um, but of course, at this point, we still don't know that why he's angry at the photographs. Right. I mean, we, we just spoiled it, but we know. But this is why. Yes. Um, uh, he wants to know who MacGyver is, and he wants uh, you know the private detective, of course, to to get on it. Uh, uh, Mac and Nikolai. Or mostly Nikolai is trying to enjoy a hot dog, but Mac is giving him a hard time about all the it's stuff that nutritious. goes into it. It's not Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ellen gives them each a, a pin for the Jericho games that she designed because she is a arts and crafts uh, expert. Expert. <laughs> Which will come into play. Uh, no, she's an art student. Um, but that's when uh, Jericho comes in with his goons, takes Ellen away, and says that she's his wife and yeah. MacGyver needs to stay away from her. Yeah. And MacGyver obviously was just like, what?
0: Um, <laughs> you didn't tell me there was a man in your life. I yeah. told you there was a woman in mine.
1: Yeah. This, I thought we were cheating. Anyway, together. let's make out some more. Um, so uh, the next act opens back up at uh, MacGyver's place where Nikolai is just about to head out for a bike ride. And they talk about. He, MacGyver doesn't want to talk about Ellen, but Nikolai is trying to be like the friendly bro, really, yeah. you know? You want to talk about it? You didn't know she was married. It's like, yeah, that's alright. Don't worry. But as soon as he leaves, she shows up. They must have seen each other. Yeah. Like, cause he walks out with the bike, and then she's immediately. She walks walking right in. in the door. Um, uh, MacGyver of course wants to know why she lied. Uh, but she just she said she wanted it to feel like old times, and she also shows him the bruises on her neck that look like fingerprints. Like yeah. Like someone had or arts and crafts. Yeah, arts and crafts. Uh, so that's when the private detective shows up to, to collect Ellen. And at first, like like when MacGyver kind of steps in, he says, "Look, buddy, I don't want any trouble. I'm just this, doing this my just job." This is just my
0: job, and it's like, okay, well, you're in my living room, so yeah. that's irrelevant. Get uh, out.
1: Uh, and but you think he's gonna leave without any problems, but then he punches MacGyver. Yeah, anyway.
0: just punches him in the face, just in case we were, we thought that this was like an upstanding private eye character. Yeah, like
1: he he's not such a bad guy. He's just trying trying to do his business.
0: Uh, also, uh, to be a private detective, you have to have some law enforcement experience usually to be a yeah. licensed well, private detective. Yeah, yeah, you
1: have to get a license. You have to be...
0: And you can't just wander into people's houses and detain a person mm-hmm. who hasn't committed a crime. You can't just punch people in the face in their own homes. Yeah. And, well, we'll, we'll cover more later Yeah, about I, things it, that private detectives can't and wouldn't do.
1: Yeah. Uh, so... Ellen is taken back, and MacGyver goes down to the Jericho building to try to find her. Right. uh, Where he meets up, of course, with uh, Ralph Jericho himself. And Ellen denies everything. that, Like, oh, he doesn't beat me. I want to go with him. It's all all good. Uh, And so MacGyver just leaves and goes back to his house again. So it's like (laughs) he's just going back and forth here. Um, But there he finds a cassette player with a recording from Nikolai – saying uh he's on his way to the opening ceremony. Right. Hopefully he didn't tape over anything. Yeah. I don't know if he would know if he was or Taped not. Taped
0: over some important Western Square <laughs> information.
1: <laughs> he record Mac- macgyver also records his Westerns on audio cassette so he can listen right. to. Him. Uh as uh MacGyver starts watching the opening ceremonies of the Jericho games, he sees something a little strange on the TV.
0: Yeah.
1: He sees himself.
0: What? macgyver he- just walked by in the background.
1: Yeah, um uh I'm assuming that this wasn't pre recorded footage. Yeah, uh, that this is happening live. This
0: that's that's part of why this threw me off so much. Is because I, I assumed he was watching something that he had taped earlier mm-hmm. and just happened to notice that he had walked through the broadcast. Right. But that's not what's happening. No. He it, is watching a live footage that he happens to be also recording. Yeah. And then he rewinds the tape and or, plays it back as though it were a DVR system.
1: Yeah, because Nikolai asked him to, to record the, the the opening ceremony yeah. for him, since he can't watch it from a, right. that perspective. Um, so, yeah, MacGyver is able to immediately play the tape as if it's on the TV already, as if we're already watching the recording. And yeah. He's able to rewind it. Uh, and uh, so he realizes something must be up, so he heads down to the
0: but that's why I thought it was a recording already. So yeah. So I thought he was seeing himself from earlier that day.
1: See, what I would have done was like, I would have immediately thought, okay, wait a minute. Obviously, I'm not there. Someone's going to try to frame me for something
0: because – That's not what I would have thought. I would have thought, oh, this is pre-recorded, and they're airing it late and I walked through some shot mm-hmm. that I didn't notice earlier.
1: But I would immediately start trying to establish an alibi. Yeah. I would, I would call Pete – Get Down to the Phoenix Foundation, so and just say, Hey, Pete, I'm sticking with you. I need at least two other witnesses. Whatever's going to go down, I don't want to be a part of it.
0: Yeah, I would go by the the day's newspaper and take a picture of myself holding it. Yeah, that wouldn't help. That wouldn't help. It'd just show that I existed on the day
1: <laughs> that I was still potentially alive. Yeah, uh, with that day's newspaper. Um. Uh, wait a minute. That's the Wall Street Journal. I don't trust it.
0: But the other thing that confused me is that this – so the scene that he's watching on the television starts with our our, um, our recurring reporter, uh, Vince King, showing up after an event to interview someone and say, hey, oh, you're just coming out of this event. What, what do you think of, of how things went in there?
1: It was the ambassador.
0: Yeah. But I didn't – in my head, I was so confused by the fact that MacGyver walked by in the background. I thought he was talking to Ralph Jericho because I wasn't paying attention to the foreground. Right, right, right. And then the scene basically starts up again the exact same way. He's asking the same question to what I didn't realize wasn't the same person. Uh-huh. And I was like, why is this scene playing out exactly the same way, but then suddenly it takes a dark turn?
1: Yeah. And see, I thought the ambassador was going to be the target.
0: Oh, okay. Like, I
1: was like, oh, man, someone's going to kill the ambassador, and MacGyver's... Someone's portraying MacGyver, he's gonna be the one to do it. But no, instead it's just the double kills Ralph Jericho instead. Right. And obviously yells his name, Jericho, and not a MacGyver voice. Yeah. Um, this isn't Murdoch's but expert voice. It's duplication. not
0: you're right, it's not MacGyver's voice, but you know what it is. Richard Dean Anderson.
1: Yeah, it's Totally Richard yeah. Dean Anderson.
0: And uh, the MacGyver Project pointed out that this is the first time that that Richard Dean Anderson got to shoot and kill a character with a gun.
1: <laughs> That's actually a really good point.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, MacGyver actually got to fire a gun.
0: Yeah. Uh, but th- this guy clearly deserved it because he was flirting with his secretary. So mm. murder is totally yeah. in order.
1: But he doesn't just shoot him once. He shoots him a couple of times.
0: Yeah, well, you got to make sure.
1: Three in the head, you know they're dead
0: three in the head. Yeah. <laughs> well, Richard's thorough.
1: <laughs> so they call me Henry, David, three in the head, thorough. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, uh, so the double of course runs off, but Nikolai decides to chase after him. Uh, Cause I, am sure he's realizing it was MacGyver and like something must be up.
0: Why'd you kill that guy? MacGyver? Yeah, that's
1: so crazy. Um, uh, Ellen even says to the police, MacGyver just shot this guy. Yeah. My husband. This guy. Uh, Nikolai chases down the lookalike, who then decides to pull off his mask in the middle of open public. Yeah. Instead of getting in the car and driving away first. I mean, he
0: could have even done it in the car and yeah. been safe, but he had to do it right there.
1: Right. So he, he tears off the mask, and Nikolai sees him. And so it's the private detective right. who's wearing the mask. And so he starts opening fire at Nikolai, who just runs. And but and the private detective is forced to flee before the police arrives. Yeah. Even though no one knows that he did anything. Yeah. So he wouldn't actually have to flee at all. He could have just stayed
0: there. Here's the thing. Well, I don't want to spoil too much yet. So we'll keep moving and then I'll come back to it.
1: Okay. So, uh, of course, MacGyver arrives at, at the scene at the same time and sees Nikolai running off and tries to stop him. But the police swarm on him thinking that he's a suspect. Yeah. And uh, they arrest him. Um, of course, he tries to convince that he's innocent and that um, – not so much that he's innocent, but that one of the Russian players saw something and someone was trying to kill him as well. Um, he's cooperating with the police, actually. Yeah. Uh, which I think is important. And But they're not interested in the Russian player, which makes him upset and prompts his immediate, immediate escape from the squad car. Yeah. Uh, and he's able to escape by use of the Jericho pin yeah. that uh, the lovely Ellen made for him. Uh And he, I guess he slips, which is weird. I thought it was weird immediately that the squad car didn't have a separator between the front and the back seats.
0: Yeah, so he's able to get into the front seat and then get out of the car.
1: Correct. Yeah, because as we all know, you can't.
0: You can't open the doors open. in the back seat from Correct. inside the car. It's like it's like a child safety lock, but permanent. But also, I don't think you'd put a one eight seven in a car without a separator.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because you don't know what this guy's gonna do.
0: Yeah. Uh, but then the security guard gets on his radio when he realizes the guy's gone.
1: Right. Well, yeah. The reporter, the reporter wants to know information, wants to have information on the suspect. Yeah. But the police are like, "Hey, not right now." And so the the, the reporter just walks up to the car and goes, "Hey, report on what?" And gestures yeah. into the car, like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. Uh, and of course, that's when they realize that he's he's disappeared. Yeah. But they still let this truck go for some reason. Uh, and, of course, MacGyver's pulling a, a friggin' Cape Fear, and yeah. he's he's cleaning. Or uh,
0: what, what's also known as a MacGyver, because he's <laughs> done this move about eight times so far. It's still the Cape Fear. Holding onto the bottom of the truck. Uh, but this one's a lot higher off the ground, so this mm-hmm. one makes the probably the most sense so far of all the trucks he's right. hung underneath.
1: Um, he's also, like, really exposed. Like, he's not really well yeah. hidden, but luckily no one's looking down at the truck. Uh, so the private detective drives through a warehouse for some reason, uh, why they decided to meet inside, inside cars. Uh, but you see him pull up along Ellen.
0: Yeah. He was so careful about, uh, meeting with this guy in private inside of a car inside of a warehouse, but he takes the mask off in the middle of the parking lot where he just shot a guy. (laughs) Yeah.
1: But, uh, yeah. So it's revealed that Ellen and the private detective are in cahoots. Um, uh, he says that Nikolai got to see him and that he has to be killed. Yeah. She's not so thrilled with the idea, but she's also not opposed to it, really. Yeah. She goes, he's just a kid, but he says, that's ah, got to be done. And she, yeah. she goes, well.
0: So basically, she doesn't didn't lick her husband and and talked this yeah, private investigator yeah. into committing the murder. Yeah, she flipped him. Yeah.
1: He, he, he was working for Jericho, uh, Mr., and yeah. now she flipped him to work for Jericho Misses.
0: Right. Here's Here are a couple problems. One, um, a private detective, when propositioned with with a, a, like an assassination, like, hey, will you kill this person for me, would have gone directly to the police. And yeah. she just would have been arrested. And that would have been the end of the conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not how a private detective works. They are... They usually have ties to law enforcement and they would be happy to turn someone in for, yeah, for for money trying to hire them for for a murder. And then also the the face mask that they made, the the MacGyver face yeah. that he was wearing for this assassination attempt, they really should have set it up better.
1: Well I won't say that they didn't set it up. Because that's one of the reasons he was taking pictures from so many angles.
0: But the the pictures don't do it for me. Here's what I would have liked to have seen happen: have <laughs> they
1: push him into a pl- thing of plaster?
0: No, like, yeah, like literally, she goes home with him one night, mm-hmm. and she drugs him, and then he like wakes up the next day with a headache. And, like, maybe he, like, picks something out of his eye, eyebrow or like something. A piece of plaster. Yeah, and he doesn't know what happened, but it's because she actually made a full mold of his face while he was unconscious.
1: She's got one of those things where it's, like, those little pins that you push.
0: Yeah. And she goes, there you go. <laughs> but just millions of them. They're like dark, like dark Man. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah I, these are all problems. These are all legitimate problems. Yeah. But I feel that the pictures at least could work. Maybe. Uh So MacGyver...
0: Could he have also just worn a mullet wig and shot him wearing the same clothes and gotten away scot-free? Probably. Yeah, yeah probably. Yeah.
1: It all happens so quickly, I don't think anyone would be able, be able to say much except mullet leather jacket. Yeah. Running that way. Yeah. Uh, so as MacGyver is on the lam now, he walks by a uh, news broadcast of Ellen pleading for... Uh, uh, Nikolai to, to return because he went missing. Right. So she's she's saying, please contact me, Nikolai. Uh, so MacGyver, I think is, at this point is starting to suspect. Yeah. And so he breaks into the Jericho building, which is really easy because uh, the door is just open. Yeah. Like he just walks down to a utility door and Well, it's if we've learned anything open. from
0: this show, it's that TV studios don't lock their doors. That, that's how they got into the place in Easy Target. They just walked in and opened yeah. the door. They were like, oh, they don't, they don't lock the doors on the weekends.
1: Um, it's also how MacGyver gets into Ellen's office because it's also unlocked. Yep. Filled with incriminating
0: evidence. Yeah, all the makeup. Like, as soon as they got the mask on the guy, they left the mold sitting out in the trash can. They left all the makeup work up on the counter.
1: All the photographs. Yeah.
0: Nothing is covered up, Nothing. no No effort has been made to hide anything, yeah. and no cleanup happened after yeah. the mask was in place.
1: To, to borrow a line from uh, Minority Report, this is an orgy, orgy of, of evidence. evidence.
0: <laughs> I'm glad you knew where I was going with that. <laughs>
1: uh, so, uh, of course, uh, MacGyver starts playing the answering machine messages, and one of them uh, is from Nikolai, uh, saying that, I, you know, I'm, I want to come in, please help me. Uh, but that's when Ellen also comes in. Right. And they have a little bit of an argument and she says like, you know, she was in love with him. She never got over him, uh, that she's been with like so many loser husbands and she always ends up broke. And yeah. so all this is really being motivated by money more for her. Yeah. Uh, she, that she basically wants her due. Yeah. Um, and, uh, when McGarvey. Big tra- fan of Mountain Dew. Yeah. When MacGyver tries to call the police, that's when the private detective kind of pulls a gun. Uh, and uh, Nikolai calls back, and she tells him to head to the Jericho building. Yeah. So now er- all the pieces are going to be coming together, because in the next scene, they're all already captured. <laughs> yeah. Um, we don't get Nikolai's arrival and, and questioning the betrayal. He's just already – it's already happened. Yeah. Um, um, and again, I'm, I'm, I'm fully – committed to this macgyver deserves everything that happens to him because he cheated on his girlfriend and
0: not only that but he is not romantically interested in this woman yeah like he might be attracted to her but he doesn't care about her in a romantic way
1: nope
0: but he was willing to make out with her
1: yep he just wanted to get a little something something uh they're all being led down these uh the interior tunnels of the jericho building which seemed more like a stadium like this seemed like more like the inside of the back rooms of a stadium than yeah. than a than a production studio, but because it was so probably much just comedy. shot
0: it on the same hockey rink that they keep yeah. using for everything.
1: Um, but inside is a really crazy incinerator room. Yeah. Uh, and. Uh,
0: in and, case any of the players die and want to be cremated there mm, at the rink.
1: Well, the, as is the style. Right. With, with the fake with the Jericho games when you die in the games. Yeah. Your body is burned and you you're awaited yeah. in
0: Valhalla. <laughs> right. That's not works. Everyone's volunteering as tribute.
1: Uh, so yeah, they throw them into the incinerator, and uh even MacGyver like is saying, Hey, let Nikolai go at least. I get I get your beef with me. Let Nikolai go, and she goes, Oh, sometimes innocent people get hurt. I know better than anyone. And it's like, wow, she Do is Do you know?
0: Because you're not innocent?
1: Yeah. Not that innocent. <laughs> MacGyver MacGyver just breaks into it
0: <laughs> prophetically singing Britney Spears lyrics long before the song came out a
1: decade before uh so they switch on the incinerator he pushes the crazy weird incinerator level lever to max and uh so they're in there and the, the the heat starts coming on and this incinerator does not seem like it would be very effective
0: no it seems very unfunctional
1: um as is MacGyver's plan, I, I, I really feel that they should have thought this escape plan a little bit better. They could have done, they could have come up with something better. Yeah. Um, like
0: let's wait as far away from the flames as we can yeah. until someone comes and shuts this thing off.
1: Yeah. Uh, because this plan, I mean, I do like how they're reacting to the heat. That yeah. They they keep trying to to shield their faces, and but it's not like then their hands yeah. are burning, and they don't know what to do. Yeah. Like that's a really intense situation. Yeah. But MacGyver's plan is to take a piece of metal and break a piece of tempered glass. Because obviously this incinerator goes up to thousands of degrees. So this glass has to be highly tempered.
0: Yeah. Uh, and but he's just also, gonna, why are there telescoping metal rods in this, in this room incinerator?
1: Yeah, I guess they did not get incinerated.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, presumably this stuff wouldn't melt. But it doesn't get hot enough to melt metal but it just seems like why why were those in there like did yeah. someone incinerate a car and somehow only these telescoping antennas survive
1: i thought he was going to like 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 break the gas line connection to the to the, to the furnace or yeah. like i don't know like i feel i feel like it was really, this is really sloppy this right. is sloppy macgyver escape plan
0: and uh, so he, the first thing he tries is he takes just one of the rods. Yeah. And he reaches it through the flame mm-hmm. to try and, but he's inches away from the front of the glass. So yeah. he can't reach the window. And to, certainly couldn't to reach, break it open. reach the lever. Right. His on. hand is already like in the fire yeah. where he's at. So he decides, okay, this isn't going to work. I need to attach something to the end of this. To make it longer. So he pulls the rod back and just handles the whole length of it. The front, the back, everything that was just in probably hundreds of degrees heat. He's just touching it with his bare hands like it's cold. And then he basically jams it into um, another rod that had like a tubing, a a hollow center, so that he can make it longer.
1: Yeah. It's a terrible... And then with with ease he breaks the glass like it's like it's a friggin' piece of paper. Yeah. And and then he's able to push the lever, which has a perfectly round handle, and the tip of this spear is perfectly round. Yeah. You were trying to push two round things together. They have a tendency to want to slip. Yeah. Um,
0: but no. But somehow it doesn't slip. The whole like he's able to push it the whole way forward to yeah. the off position. Because
1: each 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 time this lever shifts down, it's got like a like a, a click, a, like a like a ratchet or. Yeah. So he's having into. to push pretty hard. Really, I am really disappointed with the writers for this particular escape plan. Yeah. Uh, but he shuts off the the furnace,
0: the the incinerator gas. Completely blind, by the way. Yeah. We show him back inside where he's like reaching through the window with this. Yeah. Rod, and he can't see the handle. He, he can't, can't see, see anything. anything. It's nothing but
1: a bright fire. Yeah. And it's gonna hurt your eyes, not so much for the brightness, but from the heat. Yeah. So everything about this, I, I I was just like, whatever. He got out, I guess. Yeah. Now his plan to turn the wheel is cool. Yeah. I like that. Like he, like the incinerator wheel is like this uh, this gear system, which is kind of neat. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like he, he takes a Nikolai's sweatpants drawstring and then uses the same rod as kind of like a, a wider crank to grab hold of the uh, – what do you call those knobs on steering wheels uh, to make turns?
0: Steering knob. Steering knob. I think we discussed this on the show before, actually.
1: Yeah, um, There's like a wheel. It's like a wheel like that. Yeah. So he, he lassos that, and he's able to crank open the door for them to get out. Uh, and then they're out. You know, whatever.
0: Um, <laughs> whatever. I hate this one.
1: Yeah, This is this is – I'm so mad at this. So meanwhile, while this is going on, Ellen and the private detective are uh, – Making out. Yeah. They're, they're deciding to dispose of the evidence, uh, one of which, of course, is the plaster mold face of MacGyver. And uh, they think that MacGyver and Nikolai must be incinerated by now. Yeah. Um, hopefully completely. Kill what's left of them. <laughs> What?
0: I have to keep quoting that line what? from the yeah, yeah, I got Red you. Letter Media.
1: Just keep pumping in more gas. <laughs> Clearly, you've never suffocated a hooker hiding in your crawl space before. <laughs>
0: what you gotta do is you gotta get this kind of bug spray. The
1: fast acting low air. It comes in the blue can. You're gonna need about four cans. <laughs>
0: We're gonna post the link to that in the show notes. I don't think I've put that up before. Oh yeah, it's, uh, it's the, the Red Letter Media review of Star Wars Episode One. It's as long or longer than the movie, yeah, and it is amazing. phenomenal.
1: Um, also, I've also learned from incinerating people in my own days, right? That um, it's really hard because bones and stuff take a while, and also the heart, because that's uh, really thick, heavy muscle tissue. You can't just cook it off so easy.
0: How so long does it take to incinerate a person? like several hours.
1: Well, it it depends on the heat and clearly like this room isn't focused like a human incinerator would yeah. be. It's it's a general purpose. So, odds are if they're ca- if they're if if they'd be curled up, in yeah, to protect Yeah, if they were as far away
0: as they could in the corner, then they wouldn't even be incinerated. They would just be dead of heat stroke. Yeah. So, I don't uh, think they would even catch catch on fire.
1: I think they would probably catch on fire, but not
0: in in the first couple hours.
1: N- but 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 a significant portion of their bodies would be left. Yeah. After that short time.
0: Yeah. So, but they, well, they decide... They open the door and they're like, wow, they're completely gone. Yeah, completely gone. This thing gone. works pretty good.
1: This is fant- except for those rods. Yeah. Those metal rods and the glass is broken.
0: Well, MacGyver had a lot of rods in his leg.
1: <laughs> the, 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 that maybe that's exit. what it's
0: from. Other people they've killed who had rods in their legs.
1: I don't think that's how the rods work. No? No. I don't think it's one meter Solid. long rod. Well,
0: maybe they... Someone, you know, Yao Ming was in there when he had a (laughs) shin splint. Uh, You know the story of Yao Ming's creation, basically? No. That the government essentially introduced his parents because they were, like, two of the tallest Chinese people because they wanted them to have a kid who would be the The world's best basketball player. Wow. (laughs) That's insane. That's
1: genetics right there. Genetics at
0: its best. He's still five standard deviations taller than his parents, which is, like totally random that that would happen
1: also like, you know, cause you could have the opposite effect. I mean, you could have recessive genes and stuff that come yeah. out. Uh, so, uh, obviously MacGyver, uh, realizes that they have to get help. So he has Nikolai go and call the police, you know, and again, tell explains nine one one. Yeah. Uh, to him, obviously he doesn't know, but it, it reminded me of him explaining nine one one to Abe Fagoda. Yeah. Um, uh, And uh, so the private detective is on his way back, and MacGyver's looking for a way to take him out, and does the the most fantastic thing ever. (laughs) He tries to kill him. Yeah. (laughs) He takes a camera crane mount. And just
0: battering rams him through a wall. Right
1: through a wall. And my note is like, dang, I thought that wall was solid. Yeah. (laughs) Like, what if it was a solid wall? Yeah. You would have cut him in half. Yeah. If you didn't already. I could not believe that he did that. Yeah. Like, just hitting him and then stopping would have been enough.
0: Yeah, to just knock him over. But yeah. to actually plow through several walls with him on oh the front of the thing. Oh, my gosh. And it, it's so far off the ground, like, you can't tell when he gets hit. But it looks like he must have jumped to even catch it in the, yeah. in the chest.
1: It, it, it was one of the craziest takedowns yeah. of a guy. Uh, because there the implications are that he straight up tried to kill him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: but he also, it's like, nobody makes me shoot a gun.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, you know, but luckily he gets plowed through what looks like styrofoam walls. Yeah. Um, even for the purposes of the reality of this environment, they seem to be styrofoam walls. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that's when, of course, Ellen picks up the gun. Uh, and uh, she's doing her crazy talk, like, I was in love with you. Why didn't you love me? Everyone said we were the perfect couple. In high school.
0: Except for your girlfriend (laughs) wasn't a big fan of me.
1: She wrote, have a nice summer in my yearbook. That means it. That meant something to me. (laughs) No, have a nice summer is what you say when you don't know anything to say about (laughs) anything. Uh, But of course, MacGyver is able to talk her down saying that she needs help. As all his ex-girlfriends do. This is, again, two times trouble. Yeah. Like, he dated uh, one of the two times trouble girls. Yeah. I can't remember which one, one, but the other one died.
0: He dated Roxy, I think.
1: Um, and, uh, so MacGyver, man, he's a heartbreaker and a girl crazier maker. Yeah. (laughs) Because either his girlfriends end up dead, uh, insane or
0: transferred to South America.
1: Yeah. uh, Transferred to South America or working at nuclear facilities. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, um, the Act Five Roundup uh, is Nikolai is leaving. You know, MacGyver saying his goodbye to. And he's got a gold sip. medal. Yep, he's got a gold medal. He won the the fake Olympics. Yeah. Um, he asks about Ellen and if she's going to go to jail. And MacGyver says, actually, we don't know, because technically she didn't kill anybody. She conspired.
0: But yeah, she would be going to jail. Uh, but but. If you hire someone to murder another person, then you go to jail.
1: But. The thing is, like, they say that there's going to be a psychiatric hearing first, so she may not go to jail. Jail. She might be, sure. she might be put in there with Dr. Zito. Yeah. Um, or
0: she'll go to the same doctor that Roxy went to. Yeah. Or Carla. Or what is the sister's name? I think it was Carla. Yeah. Um, I can't remember which one ended up crazy.
1: <laughs> uh, well, uh, uh, Roxy died. Roxy's the one who died. Okay. Because Carla was impersonating Roxy. They said Roxy right, right, right. You're that not makes as sense. good as he used to okay.
0: be. Okay, so Carla is the crazy one.
1: Yeah. Uh, that's what happens when you take someone mountain climbing who doesn't know how to mountain climb. Uh, Mike. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Mac- I knew immediately what was going to happen next. I thought, because MacGyver starts rummaging around through drawers, it's like, oh, he's going to be looking for a yearbook. And uh, of course, he finds a yearbook um, with. Uh, a note from Ellen saying that we're the perfect couple. Yeah. Um, and that echoes in his mind a bit. And and that's it. He's got a lot of explaining to do to Maria when she comes back about how he
0: cheated on her. Why does he have a lot of explaining to do? Because it's not going to come up.
1: Well, you mean like no one's going to talk about this time that MacGyver in the Jericho games and there was murder, the head of the Jericho. That's Probably That's not going to come up.
0: Are, MacGyver was so, framed for murder. He's got his hands in so many insane pies. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, it really bothers me Let's that MacGyver. Just be like,
0: look, I'll tell you about it tomorrow. Hey, Pete, can you send her to Algeria?
1: It really, yep. bo- it really bothers me that MacGyver cheated. Yeah. Uh, on Maria. Yeah. It, it's the most un-MacGyver thing to have happened. One of the one of the most un-MacGyver things to have happened.
0: In this episode. Uh, the most being when he shot a guy to death. Yeah. And then this, the other one, when he tried to crush a man with a camera crane. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's an intense episode. Otherwise, yeah. Um, I just have some. Pr- I just have some like reality of MacGyver problems with it, and I think that that, as I have harped on it, I'm going to do it again. That yeah. incinerator escape scene is BS. Yeah. Um,
0: I and- do think it's interesting to frame like a murder attempt during the Olympics as an episode.
1: Yeah. Uh, but.
0: Or not a murder attempt. A murder. Yeah. It,
1: it, it, well, attempt there was the wrong word. There was an attempt, and it was a successful attempt.
0: Yeah. Uh, That's right. We decided those are two separate charges. <laughs> Both apply in the case of a murder.
1: <laughs> Attempted murder and murder. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I mean, the episode is good. It's crazy. There's some good twists. I didn't expect what was happening to happen. Um, I thought it was going to be more about the Russians and him being a hockey player, the hockey player person, uh, that ends up being very little to do with it at all. Yeah, it ends up being. I about- was
0: so disoriented by the footage of MacGyver walking past someone. I like it's such an outside the box thing that I just could not figure out what was going on when he saw footage of himself on the TV. I was like, "That's obviously Richard Dean Anderson, so this is pre-recorded." Like, yeah. I feel like it would have confused me less if it had been the guy wearing a wig mm-hmm. and when he paused it, you could tell that it wasn't MacGyver. Yeah. And then I would have been like, I understand what's happening here. There's a guy posing as MacGyver, but the fact that it just looked like MacGyver mm-hmm. was like, I don't understand what's happening.
1: Yeah, uh, And the fact that he was able to, re- to rewind it so quickly is weird too. Yeah. But, um, but overall, I think it's a decent episode. I, 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 I just have some really serious dis- Writing decisions as we issues with
0: it. Yeah, and rework the incinerator scene.
1: Yeah, that. Trying to th- see. Here's the problem, though. I, I'm all talk because I'm trying to think of a better way out of that incinerator, but I really can't think of one. But that was just the worst. I mean, I don't know. <sighs>
0: just tapping a rod on a t- on tempered glass would not bust it open. Yeah, like that.
1: exactly. And then hitting that lever, like all those things. Uh, n- Something else. He how did
0: they eventually get the door open?
1: Um, they had to crank it with the... They they used the string from the sweatpants.
0: Could they not have done that while the fire was still going? No,
1: it would have, it would have set
0: it on fire. Oh, okay.
1: And I don't think he would have had the right angle. Because he needed to have his whole arm out of the, the window to do it. Yeah. Which was also... Also, it's, I think it was weird that the incinerator had a window um, at all.
0: Well, it's nice to see how your meal's cooking. <laughs>
1: Dang it, Bill! I told you no more cooking cookies in the, in the incinerator. It's come out better in here. Yeah, uh,
0: one more time, I'm gonna throw all your rods in there.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I think they should have been able to escape through the grates, or um, or just break the, the the flame jet somehow. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, they needed something else.
0: What if they could somehow? Um, well, no, that would, then it would have just become a gas chamber. I was yeah. going to say if they could cover up the flames to like cut off the oxygen to the mm-hmm. flame, but then it would have just been pumping in unbreathable gas. It's I mean, they should have been gas. dying. They should have been dying anyway from the oxygen, oxygen deprivation. Yeah. It shouldn't. It shouldn't have been breathable oxygen in the room. But yeah, I think that's about it for this episode. Yeah. Um, if you guys have any thoughts you want to share with us, you can find us on Twitter at Opening Gambit. You can find us on facebook.com slash phoenixfoundationpodcast or our website, phoenixfoundationpodcast.com. And if you're digging the show, feel free to review us on iTunes. Tune in next week. We're going to be covering Season 6, Episode 13, Wasteland, I believe. Wasteland. Uh, or The yeah. Wasteland. Or The Wasteland. Uh, and we'll see the return of uh, Mr. Kevin Hayes, who played a reporter in this. And yep. he will play a reporter in that. And buyers, yeah. And Byers. And Is he playing the same character from The Wall? Oh, yeah. Where he's in the lab? That's awesome. He's back as Willis. Cool. All right. You have that to look forward to. Thank you for listening. Thanks.